Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Kirsten DeRoche about her Escape Collection wedding at Luau Point. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose the escape package and that venue and how she planned everything and, of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Kirsten. Hi, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it greatly. (laughs) So I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided you wanted to have an escape wedding at Walt Disney World. Okay, so it's kind of a long story. We've been together for a really long time, since 2006, and it's kind of kind of like a, a joke amongst our families is that Reagan and I have been uh, Disney fans, not, I wouldn't say fanatics, but fans. We met in Phoenix, Arizona, and so would go to California regularly to visit his family. His sister lives there, and we would go for day trips to Disneyland. And his sister went, at one point had made a joke several summers ago about, why aren't you guys married yet? <laughs> and had suggested that we did a Disney wedding. Oh, you should just get married at Disney. And we kind of laughed, like, oh, there's no way we can afford that until... I started researching and it, and was just kind of exploring a little bit and realized that it may actually be financially possible and that there were lots of different options so we could really kind of tailor it to our personal style as opposed to everything that you think, like I guess most people think when they think a Disney wedding. So I liked the variety that there was to choose from. So we just kind of started there. Then we were able to narrow it down to an escape because we kept thinking like, well, who would we invite? Oh, I also had to kind of run it by Reagan to see if he was okay with it. And he was. So we then started to think about who we would invite and look at numbers and decided that because we've been together for so long and it's our first marriage, both of us, and we're in our forties that we decided to keep it just to family so that we weren't inviting everybody that I've ever considered a close friend for the past 40 some years. So Mm -hmm. when we looked at just our immediate family, my sister and his brother and sister and their families, spouses and families, and both of our parents, sets of parents, we were, 
at 15 total. So it just made absolute sense to look at the escape package since if we added even one cousin on one person's side, we would have been over the 20 person limit. So it was a nice way to keep it at a manageable number without hurting anybody's feelings or making anybody feel that they weren't as wanted as another person. That's great. So it sounds like your sister-in-law was not surprised. How did the rest of your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? It's really only my sister-in-law and her family and Reagan and I who are are Disney people at all. So I think people were a little shocked because, as I said, we've been together for so long that people didn't really know we were even thinking about getting married yet or ever. (laughs) So when we said to them, you know, we're thinking about doing this, this is what we want to do. It was a little bit of a shock to everybody, I think, at the get go. But then, well, my mom had said to me at one point, it made absolute sense when I started to think about who you were and what you would like. And it just made sense. And then everybody kind of just was excited, started to get more and more excited. So yeah, it was good. That's so good to hear. Yeah, there was no major um, convincing that we had to do for anybody at all. (laughs) So how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited 13 guests and we had 13 people. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It just worked. We chose a destination that we would, both sides of our families would have to travel to and a place that neither sides of our family really, Reagan's family's from the West Coast and my family's from the East Coast. So we're thinking someplace that everybody would have to go and explore So then how did you choose your ceremony venue? At the time that we started planning, there were really only a few to choose from. So we had narrowed it down. We thought we wanted to go to Seabreeze Point. And when we called in to kind of pencil in our date, the woman that I spoke to actually said that they had just opened a new venue at Luau Point. And would we be interested in that? And I said, well, maybe we actually would. So we started to explore there and look for pictures a little bit. And actually, we had a a trip planned for July, a year ago in July. And we actually went to several venues and looked and just fell in love with Luau Point and the lush greenery and how it was kind of hidden a little bit from other people at the resort. One of the things you did that I love is you used both of the two options for a ceremony there. So you had your ceremony in the section that has the view of the beach, but then you did your first dance down in the lower area by the big, beautiful tree. How did you decide to do that? Initially, when I had spoken to our wedding planner, she had said that this was where they would set us up and it was on the beach. And my side of our family has very fair skin. And we burn very easily. And so I was concerned if if it were, we were in direct sunlight that everybody was going to end up the color of lobsters, cooked mm. lobsters. So um, I asked if there was any way that we could have, we still wanted some sunshine, but we didn't want the whole thing in the direct sunlight. Initially, she had said she was going to set us up kind of at the beach, which was interesting. And when I arrived, it was just set up like that, which was great. 
That's cool. So which options from the escape package did you choose? From the escape package, we chose the violinist. And we had actually listened, both my fiance and I had listened prior to your podcast with Rob Kerr, the violinist. And we loved we loved it. We loved him. And so we just decided to stick straight with that. Which bouquet did you choose? <laughs> so the bouquet, I actually was looking for something that I had very specifically in mind. And I wanted very large and very tropical. And I had actually listened to a podcast that you had done where you spoke to somebody about bringing outside floral or finding a local floral vendor. And so I did a lot of research beforehand looking for local florists. And I had had the the idea of also having bouquets for the women that were attending. So my family, the females in my family, and having bouquets on hoops. Because I thought we could use them in a variety of different ways. So they could hang them on chairs and it would kind of give the illusion that there was floral there, or they could be set on tables for centerpieces. And so I was looking for someone who could potentially do a hoop bouquet and a large tropical green bridal bouquet. And so we decided from the escape package to use the Disney floral for a tabletop decoration in the ceremony. And then we also had two corsages for um, my mother-in-law and my mother from Disney. And the rest we used an outside vendor. Interesting. Which vendor did you use? And were you happy with them? Uh, I was, that was, I could even say like we used in bloom floral and it was probably the thing that I was most excited about and most pleased with. They just pulled it off without a hitch. The flowers were beautiful. I wish I wish I could have them forever, but I didn't save my bouquet because <laughs> I didn't know how I would get it home on the plane. So, yeah, I just really loved the flowers a lot. All of it. That's so great. The other thing you did was choose an outside photographer instead of using the Disney photographer in the package. Can you talk a bit about how you made that decision? Yes. So we knew that we wanted photography um, during, we had actually had a dessert party in Epcot after our wedding on the night of the wedding. And we knew we wanted photography during the fireworks since I'm a big fan of fireworks. And the 4th of July is my favorite holiday because of fireworks. So we knew we wanted firework photos and had read in your book, that we could switch our photography during the wedding to the dessert party. So we asked Disney, asked our coordinator if that was possible and was actually turned down. So I contacted directly Disney Fine Arts Photography and asked them and they said it was no problem. So I have a feeling that when we first started with our coordinator, she was she was new or maybe it was just not a good time. I don't know. But it ended up working out and it was never an issue after that. So we chose an outside photographer whose work we liked when we were looking online and he had a very reasonable price and it was also 
a good amount of time because we were noticing looking for photographers that it was like eight hours of photography or two hours. And we know we probably wanted more than two hours. So he, we ended up going with four hours during the, that time period. So we had some footage of us getting ready in our rooms and arriving and we did a first look and then we had throughout the whole escape package ceremony um, and then we had some time afterwards also around the resort. That's great. Which cake in the package did you pick? That we also kind of held off on. We waited and had heard that there were new styles of cakes coming out. We had the bliss cake and we chose gold. I think it comes in silver too, but we wanted the gold. It looked amazing. What flavors did you pick? Uh, this was the hard part. How do you <laughs> limit it to, like, to two? So um, I wanted something light. So we went with a lemon lemon cake and just a buttercream. And my now husband loves red velvet. So he had the bottom tier was red velvet with cream cheese. And actually his mother has celiac, so she's gluten-free. And Disney provided special dessert for her in place of the cake. That's great. Which was really nice. And she was just tickled pink. <laughs> so can you give my listeners a basic timeline of how the day ran? Sure. I was staying at the Polynesian at 7.30. Our hair and makeup people arrived. And all of the women that were a part of our wedding party came there. And we all spent the morning just getting ready. And around 11.30, the photographer arrived and the flowers arrived just to the lobby and were brought up. And then we went and had a first look and met the videographer. And the ceremony was at one. Our ceremony was a little bit on the longer side. So around 20, 25 minutes and then there was the cutting of the cake and toasts and our first dance. And my mother-in-law wanted to dance with my husband. So they had a dance. And then we left actually in batches. So one group of us went in the limousine over to Disney Springs because we had a dinner, well, a 3.30 reservation at Morimoto, ah. Asia. And there was not a soul in the restaurant when we got there. <laughs> and um, actually what happened was the limo dropped everybody off at one end of Disney Springs and they had to take a boat oh. to the other side. So that was a fun part. So we went in groups of half of us and the other half of us like half an hour later and then all just met at the restaurant. And we had dinner and we just ate until we were, everybody was finished eating and then and then we had like some time to kill. So um, before we had to be at Epcot. So we took a boat then to Port Orleans where some of our family was staying because they wanted to put on something a little bit less warm. And we had a drink there and then headed over. I think we took a bus, which I think was really fun because it was everybody getting on the one bus, which was, yeah, it was that was wild. <laughs> yeah, we went over to um, yeah, we Epcot to and, yeah. and then went in for the fireworks. We were escorted into our spot. We had a dessert party at Viking Landing 
in Epcot for illuminations and watched the fireworks. And by then, everybody was exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Went back and went to bed. (laughs) Do you have any dessert recommendations from your dessert party? Yes. So we did the traveling mini option, which was an option. So we had desserts from the different countries in the pavilions around Epcot. And I'm a savory person. So there were cheese and onion tarts that I loved. I also really liked the green tea mousse. But there was enough food for everybody who wanted any and more to have whatever they wanted. And I think people really really enjoyed everything. Um, we also had the a la mode, like there was a moonshine apple pie a la mode. So there was a flambe station and everybody enjoyed that one as well. Oh, and there was also special gluten-free options for my husband's uh, mother also. Yeah, it was really nice. All the desserts were so good. <laughs> <laughs> So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? One of the things that I focused on, I think I already mentioned, which was the floral. Um, And the other thing that we were really focused on was photography and videography. And we knew um, that we really wanted to leave the wedding and have, you know, visuals of everything that had happened kind of in that day and, and, and our time there and, and that we were at Disney world. So we wanted the park shoots and we really loved doing that. So we had had, you know, multiple photographers on multiple days. And I, that was one of my most favorite parts of the wedding. That's awesome. Which aspects were less important where you saved your money or just saved your effort? One of the things that we did was we knew we didn't need a catered meal because out of the 15 of us, my sister is a vegetarian and my mother-in-law can't eat anything with gluten. And there were three children. We didn't know how much they would eat. And we knew that we were going to have cake and dessert and all kinds of things. So a lot of food. Um, And one thing that we had done was had bought a Tables in Wonderland card when we arrived at Disney world the week of the wedding. And so the tables in wonderland gave us a percentage off at certain restaurants. And we knew that the place that we had our reservation for all 15 of us, the day of the wedding at Morimoto Asia, they accepted the tables in wonderland discount. So we knew that we could save some money there. I mean, also our clothes. I knew that I didn't need, I was looking for a very specific dress which I um, was able to find on um, Etsy and it was under $150 and it was made to my measurements. So that was, I knew I, a lot of people spend money on their wedding dress and mine was not that expensive. So that gave us a little more leeway in other areas. That's great. Out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I think the favorite memory of my wedding day is is just how, I guess for me, I was worried up until the moment that everything was going to not work out exactly kind of how you had envisioned it in, in my head. And going through the actual day, realizing that 
being just family and things that I was feeling wasn't quite perfect, other people weren't noticing those and, and that it really was just a day where we could celebrate being together, both sides of our family. So my husband's family and my family who'd never actually all of us been together at one time. So that was wonderful. And then also just how anybody that we encountered like in the resort or getting photos or on the way to dinner or at the dessert party were just excited for us. And that, and there's that, you know, it's kind of that whole piece, like you're at Disney and everybody's like, Oh, this is wonderful. Congratulations. And, and, and I just liked that everybody was kind of celebrating for us or it felt like it. Oh, that's wonderful. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Yes. So when I think back about on, on everything, one, the, the biggest thing is that I didn't need to worry about everything. Didn't need to bring everything with me to Florida. <laughs> and I didn't need to worry about everything <laughs> because it was all going to work out and be fine. And everybody tells you that before you get married and you try not to, but you still, it still happens. And the, um, <laughs> the other thing that um, I wish I had done differently or had known was we had booked our initial park shoot for two days before the wedding. So when we had our first look, it wasn't really our first look. And I, th I felt for me, it kind of took away some of the excitement that I really wanted to feel in the first look. So my advice to other people would be wait until after the wedding, if you can, to, to book any of your photo shoots in the parks, like if you're looking to have a first look. That's a good tip. Any other tips or advice for future couples? Just to look for ways that you can, you know, save. We did a, we did a um, bill on consumption bar, um, you know, per your advice, and that saved us a lot. We got money back. If you're looking to have something, ask, because the worst that can happen is somebody says no, and then you look for something else or see what else you can do. If they can't do it, they'll tell you no. But, you know, in the best scenario, you, you'll actually get what it is that you're looking for or get close to what it is that you're looking for. I also think, like, you have to not be extremely picky or, or have an exact idea of what it is that you want, but kind of a general idea. If you're too specific, it's sometimes difficult, especially when you're planning from far away. Interesting. That's great advice. Well, Kristen, I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's planning an escape collection event at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, thank you so much for um, having me, and um, I hope that it's helpful to anybody else who's planning, and I appreciate getting to speak with you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, 
available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.